This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Now, we've we've never talked before an episode before. We've We've pretty much always just been really professional. And only rubbed our hands together and spoken to. It sounds so bad. Moisturize. I do. Do more. Moisturize a lot. I can't moisturize that much. Cake it on there. I'd literally be slimy. Ugh. My hands aren't even that dry right now. The sound uh, says otherwise. You do it, because I want to see if it sounds that bad. I, just I will. Yeah, let's see. It's pretty bad. Yours sounds like sandpaper. You might need to moisturize. I definitely... I, well, I wouldn't ever do that. Yes, I need to moisturize. <laughs> it's so fucking dry here all the time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I would never do that, Eric. Well, too bad. You're not me. Fuck your nasty hands. And they're not even nasty. I've washed them so many times. That's probably why they're dry. <laughs> yeah, from your poop nato. We can't we can't open up with this. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about skincare and pooping. You could. <laughs> no uh... one's gonna say no, Eric. <laughs> Maybe this is how we secretly get tons of listens, because people will have to start it and stop it. Like, like what is going on? 15, 20 times uh, just to get through I'm the first so five confused. minutes. I'm so confused. What's this show about? Not even that. Just like, is this real? Am I? Did they forget to cut this audio out? Right. Or, is this a mistake? How does or this, is this work? Is this the show now? They just... Ramble about, about nothing? That's always been the show. Let's just be fair. That's true. To be fair. That sounds about right for a little, probably. Do you have a tangent or is that it? Tangent. I had a tangent, but I kind of forgot about it. So my tangent is I'm pushing it off on you. Moisturize Tell us your about hands. the commercials at Waco. Complain what? about them. Oh. Complain about the commercials at Waco. Well, I don't like having commercials on a product that you paid for. That's cable television. Is it? Yeah. If you pay for cable television, you still get commercials. Yeah, but that's not video on demand services. I If you buy a pay-per-view. If you pay for Hulu. Fuck Hulu. Just cheap package. Fuck Hulu. You still get commercials. Hulu can suck my dick with the amount of fucking commercials that are on there. I'd rather die than watch a TV show on that service. <laughs> he's, he's so mad about commercials. I really just... <laughs> He really hates them. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to do the ad reads. I'd rather <laughs> die. Burn me alive. Uh, fuck commercials, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll see you guys after this commercial break. Oh, not yet. Too early. Well, Just yet. kidding. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I remember now what my tangent was, is I wanted to bring up how we are no longer going to have Tom Brady playing disc golf because he is going back to football like yeah, a loser. That whole fucking thing. I Didn't I say that I didn't think he was actually retiring? Did I say that? Pretty sure I said that. Nah, maybe. I'd I have to go back it. and actually listen to our podcast to find that out. Honestly, I forgot. I believe that you've said it at some point. I don't know if you said it on the podcast. I don't remember, but I definitely had a feeling that he was not done playing football. So it's not a surprise to me, yeah. but it is a surprise to... I heard there's a person Everyone. who paid like $50,000 for his last touchdown football. You like, think 50000 Yeah. It's 518000 Whatever. Numbers. <laughs> that's, 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 cool. that's 10 times as much. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, so, 10 times as much. I was so close, Eric. I got Shut so up. freaked out that I completely did math wrong. <laughs> Yeah, no, he paid a lot of money for it, and uh, that sucks to be him, but... Sucks to suck. If you had enough money to buy that, you probably don't care. Yeah. Now it's like a meme, right? Now you basically just play backyard football with it at that point. It's probably... It's like the coolest backyard football. Kick it in a ditch somewhere. Just whatever. (laughs) Kick it into the ocean. Let the raccoons eat it. Do raccoons even eat football? <laughs> Goddamn raccoons. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that is healthy for the raccoons. So we're against littering too. So please just keep the football in your backyard. <laughs> keep the football in your backyard or in your house or sell it for like 50 bucks now. Don't, your choice. R- rabies is a real thing, guys. Don't litter. Don't feed the raccoons. And don't litter. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Take care of your raccoon friends so they won't eat your $500,000 football or something like that. I don't know. I lost, got lost in the in the storytelling. Great. <laughs> well, well, anyway, if you're still here, this is a podcast that we do and it's going to be great. It's already happening. Yep. You're in it. You're in it, bud, so you might as well stick around to the end. I think it's funny how much you talked about you hated commercials and then the ad read. I made a joke about it. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) Welcome to the ad read after me complaining about commercials for forever. I think we should do the ad reads 12 times in a row, like the Destroyer commercial. Okay, game on. All right, here's one. Use code oh no for 10% off over at discbaron.com. They have disc golf accessories and discs and all kinds of stuff over there. Use code ONO20 to get 20% off over at frictiongloves.com. They have disc golf gloves, ultimate gloves, and a bunch of other stuff. But my favorite thing is the made for disc golf gloves. Guys, don't you love this commercial? It's so fucking good. Use code oh no for free shipping on any item at our merch store if you like merch. We make almost no money. It's just just from the bottom of our hearts if you want that. So, nailed it. Anyone who has bought merch, you guys are the MVPs. For real. Beautiful fucking person. I just fixed 
one of them. BFPs. I apologize for that store. <laughs> and I apologize for this ad read. I'm sorry if you had to hear that laugh and Kyle doesn't cut it out. Your laugh? Yeah. Why? It's pretty, it's pretty bad. It's a good laugh. I don't know. If, do you think we should tell people any more about what we're doing or should we just do it? Just jump right into it? Yeah. We'll just jumping right into it. I'm, anyway. Maybe only we'll give like a hint if we ever have like just someone who's coming on at the beginning. We'll For just sure. talk about how that's about it. But I think other than that, I don't think we need to break down the topics. Exactly. It, it was a good thing to do, but I, I've just been thinking about it lately, the, like the structure of our show, and I just want it to be more comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Because we know what to do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it helped. It helped at the beginning a lot. Yeah. Wow, we're talking about the beginning. Kyle. Holy shit, I completely over. forgot that that's what the topic one was. <laughs> wow, I haven't looked at this at all. I'm pretty sure you wrote that down. I did write time. this down. Completely forgot immediately after writing it down. Good job, Pascal. Nailed it. It's written down. I think I think what it is, is I breathe a lot, and there's no ventilation in this closet. I think I I definitely like get to a low oxygen point later in the episodes. I think that's why I get so crazy. I'm just, oxygen deprivation. You think so? It's pretty wild. You should probably figure out a way around that. Nah, it's good. Good content. My brain doesn't need air. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to the Ono Disc Golf Podcast. Oh, yeah. What are we talking? Kyle slowly slip into insanity. One episode at a time. Yes. Anyway. Uh, Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. You are part of over 10,000 listens so far to this little podcast that yeah, anyway, uh, it's pretty incredible. So, congrats, Eric. Yeah, um, watching the number continuously jump off for our total plays has always been kind of exciting for me to watch. And then when we finally broke that 10K mark, it was, uh, I don't know, I wanted it was kind to of say a goal, right? but it was yeah it wasn't that bittersweet it's not the right word it was just awesome so yeah. i guess i'm just gonna use the word awesome it was awesome yeah kind of you know there was you know the first time we hit over a thousand was cool and then every thousand after that and then 5k was a big number but 10k was like a really you know really big number it's been yeah that one has been a goal i think for for my brain yeah everyone likes even numbers yeah and just nice even uh, 10 you know we started off, this was for us and your mom. So. Yes, I did like to talk about my mom. And now there's been over 10,000 plays. So just kind of. Probably you know, other people's moms now. Probably. Just if you have an idea, go follow it. Go do it. And uh, maybe you'll still be doing it a year from when you start. And you'll be much more comfortable and be happy that you started when you did. Or, you know, maybe we peaked and we're going to start going downhill real fast. Oh, geez, we are. I feel it, Eric. Do you feel it? Hopefully it's not the other one. I'm rolling downhill. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, Yeah, but outside of the big 10K that we hit of total listens, we average about 180 listens per episode, which is cool. That that many people kind of hopefully they look forward to hearing us, you know, once a week. It blows my mind that that many people listen. It 
Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of what we've been able to do so far, and I'm just thankful for every single person who's listened. But again, we're just making this for us anyway. So even if no one listened, I'd still be proud of it. We just make a lot less pennies. Yeah. Thanks, Anchor, for the pennies. Thank you, Anchor, for the pennies. Our highest... <laughs> Fuck. Our highest performing episode... Go back and listen to it. Definitely. It's it's great. Episode 21. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy. Because I had... I just did it one day. I don't know why I did it. Why did I do that? I don't know. I don't know. I this have happened. no idea. And I, go, you're going to have to go back and listen to figure out why. But it's that one... just natural. For some reason, one of my least favorite episodes is our highest performer. And just under 400. So... And it's just, it's just climbing. (laughs) It's still just people listen to that episode. I don't know who is, but they do. And it's awesome. It's, I think it's hilarious, especially because Kyle doesn't, doesn't like it. Maybe it's like a, they know that it bothers, not bothers. It bothers me a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. I don't know. Cause I kept using that intro too for like. I think Fucking the like t- only thing ten episodes that bo- that bothers doesn't even bother me about it is yeah bothers not the right word but the only thing I just wish that other like some of the interviews got more attention because there's a lot of good people that came on and chatted with us that I wish like their story was heard by more people kind of thing true story we should uh... that's about it that's the only thing that's really like. We should make, like, I don't know how we would do that. Like, go back through, get all of the guests that we've had so far, and, like, either make a post or, like, something. How would we do something like that? It would be, like, a group activity, like, on the internet, or, like... One big episode (laughs) where everyone is in one big Big Zoom Zoom call. (laughs) And nobody can hear anything. Everyone's talking over each other the whole time. Oh, no, I mean, I think if we just either have them send us a video or a picture or whatever, I could, you could just put it, we could make it like into a, either a long, not a long video, but a short video or a collage. You're a collage. Thing. I am a collage, a collage of emotion. We should also put a collage together of the 66, 66 countries that have listened to us worldwide. I don't know how many countries are in the world, but I think that's all of them. It's not, but it is a lot no. of countries. It's not? No, there's well, a lot there's more. Like but 70, 70 that, countries in the world. I think it's over 100. No, like 80, 81. Got it. 81 countries in the world. 81, that's that's the max. You get to 82, nuclear annihilation, so. That's for a different, that's for the other podcast, Eric. We can, we can talk about that on the alternative <sighs> show. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> got to collect myself. From the nuclear annihilation jokes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you set me up so perfectly, though. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that was one the of my, 66 dude, countries. Dude, that was one of my favorite <laughs> moments from the other podcast. Like, the last one. Which one? What moment? Oh, man. I just fucking blanked. Oh, come on. <laughs> Anyway, what are we we'll talking talk, we'll about? On. You'll come back to it. 66 countries. 
Damn I've it. listened to us worldwide, which is a lot of people, a lot of countries I didn't even know would even know we existed. Um, countries like India, Egypt, Canada. I mean, I don't even know where Canada is. What's a Canada? <laughs> Germany, Morocco, well, obviously New Zealand. We just you know interviewed Bray, which was awesome. Ireland, Sweden. I mean, the list goes on and on till shout out all 60s. of those places and the other six, of them. yeah, like sixty. And thank you for listening. I appreciate. Yeah, I don't think you want to sit here and listen to me list all sixty six. So it's pretty crazy. The ages that listen to us all the way from eighteen to sixty plus. One of our biggest groups of people who listens to us is the forty five through fifty nine range. Not the biggest, but one of the larger ones. And hopefully nobody under 18 is listening to us, because... It's pretty fucking offensive. Yeah. You better you better turn it off and go watch Reading Rainbow or something. Can you have Spotify under 18? Yeah. It's not like Facebook. Can you have Facebook under 18? 13. 13 is the age? Yep. Pretty weird. Pretty sure. Pretty weird. I know I had it. I just thought I was breaking rules when I was young. Pretty sure. That was cool. Eighty cool percent rules. Might be. I'm sure there's an age limit in the terms of service. That, yeah. that no one's gonna nobody, read that shit. Nobody reads it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anything else about how great it's been to have this podcast? No, it's just been one of the, my the favorite things that I've done or we had, you know has happened. Yeah, so far. I in my, it, I I've been enjoying the hell out of it. And one day, one day there will be a live episode where me and Kyle are in the same room. As soon as we grow up enough, that might we don't sit there and just laugh at each other the whole time. It's a difficult thing to do a live interview. Yeah, we're uh, we're kind of dumb, so we just sit there and just and laugh. We just need to just not promote it. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. It's just going to drop when we figure Let's it out. Let's move on. Let's move uh-huh. on. So if you guys did tune in last year... You know that I almost won a tournament because I came in fifth place out of five people. Well, uh, this weekend I'm going to that same tournament, and there are seven people signed up for AM2. So I have some work to do to make sure I can maintain that top five spot. Still top ten. Still top ten. Well, so far there's still room for people to sign up. We'll see. We'll see what people what people do. But uh, hopefully, yeah. there's a hard so limit super, at ten. I'm super excited. <laughs> I think it's a course that I could play very well at. It's not extremely wooded. It's a little windy, but I've gotten pretty pretty good about managing the wind. As long as I practice putt this week, I should be able to come out of there shooting pretty well. So tune in next week to find out how I shoot. Hopefully amazing. Hopefully amazing, or at least good. And, uh... Yeah, we got to watch Waco this weekend, which is... I definitely didn't forget to watch most of it. If I uh, didn't say it last week, I'm saying it again this week. It's one of my favorite tournaments to watch. I feel like because it's so early in the year, I almost forget about how great it is after watching like MVP and Green Mountain Championship and Idlewild. It's just so early, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, what I, I just think it's so cool about it is... Macbeth shot an 18 under at one point there, but then still going out and shooting like an eight or a nine under is just like amazing still. Like it still is a course that 
can absolutely destroy you, but you can absolutely destroy it. And there's chances for all everything in between. And um, so it it's kind of really seems cool like it's to... like there's like six holes that'll like kick you Eat right in lunch, the, kick you right in the balls. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, too, it looks like it's one. I think the rest of them look birdieable. Yeah. I mean, that's I think all of them are reachable. All of them are like birdieable and eagleable, but it's all about shot shaping. And I think they say it on Jomez coverage. Some of the holes are literally made to for like the long distance throwers it's harder for them because now they have to like disc down or they can't throw as hard or else they're going to go too long past the landing point whereas like maybe me like my full rip might skip up right to perfect into the landing point makes for internet interesting conundrums last week i predicted paul uliberry to win and he played really bad the first round i think it was like a plus it was a plus 10 over um at least but during the practice round, he absolutely killed it. So I guess that's what I was predicting him to win. <laughs> he was like, I think in the old, in in sense of the old pars, where everything was a little bit looser, he shot like an eight under or something for like the 12 holes or 10 holes they did on the practice round because they didn't do the full 18. Right. But he was birdieing everything. And then some of them that he parred are those like in-betweeners now, so... Tough par three, Tweener. too easy of a par four. Yeah, there was a couple of them where they were like on coverage, like change the par. Yeah, I was like, that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, though, there's uh, what what hole is it? Whatever one that causes a bunch of fucking backups. That that hole needs to be changed. Nine nine causes a lot of backups. Okay, there's one hole that is like if you I think it's a forehand hole. Man, I can't remember the number. I was thinking about it too, and I should have written it down. It's a forehand hole, and if you like hit the perfect flex shot, you're like parked for an eagle. I mean, you know, it's hard to hit that perfect flex shot, but pretty sure Kevin did it final round. I think. Who knows? Don't listen to me. <laughs> Moving on. For FPO, it was exciting. Kyle, did you watch any FPO? I was unable to barely watch any MPO even. Okay. Yeah, I watched a little bit of FPO here and there, and then I. Watched all of the post-produced MPO so far, but FPO, Katrina Allen comes back on the final day to take third place with negative two. She shot an eight under the last day to jump 14 spots, which was the hot round for the weekend on the FPO side. Kristen Tatar came in second at five under, and then Valerie Manduahano took home the win at nine under. So congrats, Val. This is just more proof that there is a disc golf Illuminati out there. Because think about it. Kona Panis, first Elite Series wins, was Waco last year. Gets signed by Dynamic for a huge deal. Valerie, signed by Dynamic this year. Not as a huge of a deal, but still a big deal. So what's the and wins Waco part? this year? They made her win? I don't know. They want They want Dynamic to win, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. So dynamic I, is... I thought it was an interesting... Poisoning all of the rest of the competition. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting connection is all. I was just being funny. Interesting allegation there, Eric. Yeah, but they couldn't pull it on the uh, MPO side. They didn't have enough enough strings on the MPO side to uh, pull Mason Ford or Ricky Wysocki to first place. Yeah, Ricky seemed off. Yeah, I feel like he's still dialing in his discs or, you know, 
Just uh, I think I think they said that on live coverage is Ricky was off the first two tournaments of the season, and then him and Paul Macbeth got into a battle at the open at Belton, the next tournament coming up. Yeah, and then that just kicked him off to a I was wondering insane I, run. I was just waiting for him to like finally snap out of or you know snap into that. And it just and never... shoot like a crazy hot round, right? Yeah, that's what I've been was waiting for too. Yeah, at least one good round out of. Anyway, MPO we had Chris Clemens and Joel Freeman tied for third at seventeen under. Let's go, Joel. Yeah, that was a that was exciting. That was a nail biter. If you watched live the final day, especially if you're cheering for Chris Dickerson, poor Chris, Sad, he got so mad. Man. Did you watch it? No, no, I didn't. Well, no. All right, can I spoil one thing for you? Go for it. Okay, hole 18 lays up for, you know, lays it up off to the left for the easy, not easy, but, you know, like the, he's shooting for par on it. She throws it up to the left, throws it in the water on his second shot, and then doesn't even, like, take his lie next to the water, you know? He just throws it immediately from that same lie. He just doesn't even take time to think about it, just... That didn't touch on the on the other side. Everyone said no. Just grabs the next disc, chucks it over there. <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, not funny, but it was it was quite uh, quite interesting to see. And then did he make for it? second place? Oh yeah, he made it the second time. Yeah, yep. The craziest thing I saw was Macbeth's like roller out of the woods day two or something like that. Yeah, it was day two. That was the craziest yeah, fucking thing. Yeah, the roller was cool. The roller was sick, but the the sidearm, I thought was 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 even sicker because he landed like ten feet from the basket on that big peninsula of seventeen, and he was like way off, cut off to the right, like bad, and just chucked this crazy sidearm out there, and it just the man's a monster. I just didn't even know he was, the thing was, I didn't know he was throwing a roller. I was just like, where is he aiming? How is he going to do this? <laughs> and then it was a roller. I was like, did he mean to do that? It was like, yeah, he meant to do that. I was like, holy shit. How the fuck? On another level, man. Just a standstill, <laughs> huge roller. Yep. That's, uh, that's, that's just Paul Macbeth things, and none of us... Mere mortals should try stuff like that. We'll hurt ourselves. Luke Humphreys finished second at 20 under, and Paul Macbeth took home the win at 23 under. That is two wins in a row. The other one was Memorial, so it wasn't like a pro tour event, but he's a motherfucking robot. Pretty nice uh, kickoff to Macbeth's season, I would say. There's a lot of good people at Memorial, so. Yeah, oh, for sure. And he kicked uh, Adam Hammes's and Anthony Barella's butt on their home turf, which I'm sure isn't hard or easy. Sure isn't easy. I'm sure it's hard. I can't speak. With uh, Luke's two hot starts to the season, he is now leading in tour points. And he jumped 22 spots on the world rankings. So, snap reaction. He's the best disc golfer ever, right? No, he still isn't, like, number one in the world. He's still not even the top ten in the world rankings. He's going to beat Paul Macbeth. He might at one point. And then hot rounds, after a big win for me, I guessed the hot FPO round, Katrina Allen shooting an eight under and got ten points from that. Kyle still leads 22 to 21, but I'm making a comeback. We're all proud and rooting for you. 
our very next tournament is this coming weekend. It's the Open at Belton. It is a Silver Series, so it won't be live on the Disc Golf Network until the last day. I don't know a ton about the layout. It's kind of a... It looks like a multi-use park that they turn into a disc golf course from the map I looked at, but hopefully it's cool. I'm sure they've played there before, and there's always like some tweaks for it. I've no, I've heard of the Open at Belton. I just have. If there's pros it. there, it's going to be sick. Yep, um, it is a par sixty and a par sixty for the MPO and a par sixty six for the FPO, and we're gonna pick some weekend hot rounds quick. Are you ready? Sure. All right, you get to go first because I won for the weekend. Just yeah, like what? Who's gonna shoot the hottest round of the weekend? Is Macbeth going to be there? Yes, Macbeth is going to be there. Is this like a really low scoring course? What do we? I don't know. I just I don't know a lot about it. Paul Macbeth, eleven under. Yeah, this is a real low scoring one, so you can change those if you want. Are they lower than that? Yeah. So last year, hot round looks like it was. Oh, I guess it's not that far off. Thirteen was the last year's hot round. I'd go to 13. Okay, so you're going McB, P McB, 12, or 13. This is why we usually don't pick on the show. It's riveting. <laughs> and cat negative 8. I am going to go Calvin Heimberg at 12. I'll go 11 under. Boo. I'm going to go Kristen Tatar at, I'll go, I'll go 9. And those are our weekend hot rounds in place. We are not going to pick the other ones because I want to watch both coverage first. Make your own picks at home and see if you can kick our asses. Yeah. Are you ready for the top five? Yeah. Three, two, one. Top Five. Five. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot to do that. <laughs> For our top five this week, we did the top five fast food mascots that would be good at disc golf. And uh we don't have a whole lot of merit, is that the word? Merit in why we chose these? Reasons. We just reasons. We don't have a lot of good reasons, so might be a quick one. Uh, we might go on some tangents and fight about it anyway. I think Who we knows? probably will. Well, number one, starting off with a real... Real creep. He's kind of creepy. Ronald McDonald with his big old clown feet and his lanky arms and his always sitting out McDonald's, sitting out in front of McDonald's, waiting to hang out with people. Yeah, he's tall. So naturally, most tall people are good at disc golf. Also... I mean, he'll just bring a bunch of fucking burgers and shit to, like, slow everyone else down. <laughs> Here, have a snack. Three Big Macs later. True story. They're just, everyone else is just sleeping. Yep. I can see it. And Ronald wins. <laughs> Poisoned all the other competitors. <laughs> Crapping their pants because of all of the... All oh, the no, because now you're allowed to break. They've gotten you're a lot better, though. Now. I, I like McDonald's food now. Yeah. It's better. It's still expensive. I don't really do fast food too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Ronald McDonald. I just looked down, five. Eric. 
And I see Wendy's, <laughs> the little ginger bitch. <laughs> uh, that's number four. You want to explain that one? I, I don't know. Because she, she's a little ginger has bitch. Little pigtails. She looks like she probably can spin well. Is so it the, uh, like, the? Is it the pigtails? I think it's the pigtails. Yeah, it's because their burgers are fresh and never frozen. Is this a commercial? Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. fuck? <laughs> Did we get sponsored by Wendy's? Immediately no, takes it back after we call their mascot a little ginger bitch. <laughs> like, oh, that was a fucking mistake. So we want you guys to answer, though. Is Dave technically a fast food mascot? I say yes. Because we were going to put him, but Eric then we stuck no. with the little ginger lady. Because he's the founder, yeah. right? He's the guy he's who the founder, but it. he's also a mascot. Once he you dies, saying that immortalized in Wendy's We could have put Tim Hortons that mean. Is that his real name, Tim Horton? Mr. Horton to you. Mr. Horton, man. All right. No longer Wendy's. We're putting Mr. Horton because no no merit, no reason, just because. I think a really good disc golfer would be the little Taco Bell dog. I think he was from the 90s-ish. Don't know exactly when I was young. But he does stuff like drive cars and says cute things. So I feel like he can play disc golf. Do you remember the, the tagline? Yo quiero Taco Bell. Or something like that. Nailed it. Is that, is that the one? It All is, right. yeah. I'm smarter than I thought. Well, it's just like, it was a good marketing campaign. Yeah, because then people had to look up what that meant. <laughs> wow, such foreign language. Because a lot of Americans don't speak a second language. I've never heard such exotic accents. I went to this magical place called Taco Bell. <laughs> They serve authentic Mexican there. So yeah, Taco Bell dog. I don't know if he has a name. I wonder if he has a name. We should probably have looked that up. A good podcast would have looked that up already, Eric. It's a joke. Just joking. Nope, just the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Okay, well. Oh, his real the real dog's name was Gidget, though. That's a missed opportunity. There could have been a pun there. On to number two. Number two. The creepy king from Burger King. Although I did like that they gave you a crown in the store, or in the, you know, not store, restaurant. I know, before you used to have to ask for it, and now they just have them sitting out where you can just go in there and grab a crown anytime you want. I like I like that. Free crowns. And Bur- Burger King holds a special place in our heart because when we skated a lot, me, Kyle, and Felipe always used to go to Burger King in Bad X before it was shut down. Didn't like their food, but... I did like their fries. That's their food too. No, no. Yeah, that's that's food. Well, I don't fries like fries. Our food. How about I don't I don't like their meat. You don't like what they're famous for. I don't. Yeah, which is burgers. Give me none of that. Mm-hmm. Fair. But fair. I <laughs> didn't even talk about disc golf. <laughs> if he can disc golf as well as his burgers are terrible, it's gonna go amazing. He's got those scary, lifeless eyes that will get into the mind of any of his competitors. Paul Macbeth wakes up the night before the tournament. It's just the king sitting at the end of his bed. <laughs> Not doing anything. Just just sitting there. Yep. Just as now Paul Macbeth's sleep, de- sleep demon is going to be our what is it, sleep paralyzation demon or whatever it's called. 
is going to be the Burger King. If that inspires any of our listeners to have that. We're sorry. I'm really sorry. It sounds terrible. Do you remember there was a series of video games that you could get that had, that was based around the Burger King? I do. It was like a hide and seek one. Yeah. And uh, what else? Uh, My favorite thing. One, like a Mario Kart one. Was when people modded him into like Grand Theft Auto. So he was what? just like shooting people and like that was funny which is probably something he'd do in real life let's because, just be yeah. honest let's be honest serial killer qualities for sure he's not a serial killer why'd you put so much emphasis on serial he's a burger killer cow cow murderer <laughs> cow murderer if meat wasn't so fucking delicious eric <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's so random. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know if they know. Oh. Because <laughs> I don't think I'm not like, I'm not, okay, I, now vegan. that it's up, I, I'm not, I'm a vegan, but I'm not one of those people who has to tell everybody about it that everyone makes fun of vegans. He's a Karen vegan, obviously. <laughs> I'm so Karen-like. And that's why I'm the number one fast food mascot because I'm a mascot for a local vegan restaurant called Grass and Beans. Just kidding. That was made up. That sounded so real. <laughs> no. You but had me going there. Our, our real number one fast food mascot. And he's not as much of a fast food mascot as these other guys were. But if you remember, you might remember him. We picked the Hamburglar. Because I'm pretty sure I watched a cartoon one time where he was chucking hamburgers at people. Which doesn't make sense if he's stealing them. Why would he throw them? But Robin Hood he situation. Some, he had good form. He had some good form. So, you know, the hamburger. Why did they have to steal? I don't know. Wasn't he friends with everybody? Yeah. From the... like, what, what, were they just friends with a burglar? Who else was? Who else was? was... I think where he's kind of like us. I think he is kind of like, well, they were all hanging out with Ronald, so. Oh. Ronald probably killed them. Or like, then, you know, he's a, he seems like a. Probably. Hanging um, out with. <laughs> were they kids though? I don't know. Because one was like a purple star thing. What? All of the, all of the McDonald's like mascots thing. One was like this weird purple star. It wasn't even really a human-esque thing. It was like a purple Patrick, furry, purple furry Patrick star. So the act of throwing hamburgers will transfer to disc golf. Yeah, I think so. He had good form, so I think I think it could. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take your word for it. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to wait and see. And then we don't, I think we don't really need to do as much of like a recap anymore. Same thing as like. No the, recap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it just happened. If they listen to uh-huh. it, they probably don't need a recap of it. Cool. Thanks for uh, tuning in or whatever. Yeah, thank you for listening. We'll be here every week, every Wednesday. But I do want to say, if you thought this tap top five was a shitstorm, tune in next week where we pick our top five favorite infomercial stars. I don't know if we're actually going to do it, but it came up with the idea. Now I'm going to say it just to be mean about it. All right, that's it. That's all I got to say. Wow. <laughs> if you could... <laughs> follow up that Wow. One. If you could follow that up with a ad read, basically. I was just going to be like, yeah, no, go review us. But no, no probably not. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but review the rest of the episode. Just don't review that part. Yeah, not that little part. <laughs> or our next top five list. Just not that one either. Yeah. Ignore it. <laughs> go back and listen to like some other episodes. We have 58 good ones for you to go listen to. This is a good one. Now that this one's not good, but it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. And we'll catch you on the flip side.